Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I just don't think they were implemented correctly and they saw that in Sun and Moon and they just dropped them. And now, coming to you live... From atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. It's Puckle! Puckle! It's Puckle! Puckle! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Puckle! Puckle! And welcome to the 380th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, and I've got to meet two of the most handsome men that could have ever podcasted on a Pokemon podcast. Uh, we have Shamu with his glorious hair. Yo. And we also have the uh, the fabulous Sublime with, I, I don't think you have the purple hair, so it's not as cool as I do as not have purple hair. Sorry. Not as fabulous as Shamu's hair. I do have pretty fabulous hair, though. I don't know if it's as good as Shamu's. I didn't say it was as good as Shamu's. I just said mine was good, too. It's a good second place. That's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not fighting over my hair, okay? It's all right. It's more cunning. It has an undercut. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and, of course, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name I came up with in 2007. We are a show that talks everything Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to pretty much every spinoff. Such as things like Pokemon Rangers, Shadows of Almia, which I still haven't played. Yeah, and we should, so we can talk about it. <laughs> no, I never should. want to talk about the Almia region ever. Why? Uh, now I need to know why. I've never played it. Ugh, Almia. That's all I have to say. I've only played the first Pokemon Ranger. And from my understanding, that Pokemon Ranger is... I don't know. They they made the mechanics better, in my opinion, because you don't have to circle things. It's not as hard. And you don't want to, like, drill a stylus through your DS. All I just remember is Steelix. That was... That's probably, like, the worst thing in that entire game was Steelix. Really? There might be a couple other that are close. Why is that? think of... Um, your entire bottom screen, bottom screen is a Pokemon, and if it touches it, the whole thing breaks. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's literally just moving around. You've got, like, something that takes up at least 50% of the screen, if not okay. more. Okay. Makes and, sense. Yeah. The other one that I really want to play is, like, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Sky. That's a big one that I want to play. Um, I have it on cartridge. I just never played it. And I, I find that if I try to do something like that on stream, nobody watches. <laughs> Uh yeah. If I if I don't do battles, nobody watches. That's what I've learned. Nobody wants to watch Thatch do a playthrough of a game. And granted, this would be a blind playthrough. Like I know very little about it except for it's a mystery dungeon game and there's a Pokemon in it that's called Primal Dialga, which led to a lot of memes when Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire were out. Uh, yeah. That's all I know about it. So <laughs> this would be a blind playthrough. So if you want to watch Thatch on Twitch play Pokemon Ranger uh, Explorers of Sky, let me know and I'll think about it. <laughs> I'll think about it. Doesn't mean I'll do it, but I'll think about it. It will be thought about. Yeah, alright. So, uh, I guess how have you guys been? It's been like a whole week since I've seen you, Shamu. 
Oh yeah, it's only it's been such a long week, you know. It, it for me, it's been a really long week. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Oh my god, it's been a long week. I spent sixteen oh. hours in a car driving back and forth. Like I'm pretty, I'm pretty beat. There's not really been much. It's just been just a week. I just a week. Pokemon. Yeah, just like filling around in TCG, I guess, the most I've done. Well, what have you been building in TCG? Because I know you guys have been playing TCG a lot lately in the voice chat over at Discord. Um, I am working on Incineroar. Okay. So I need to really wait till next set to actually have that deck finalized. Well, what cards are you missing? Just for, like, the uninitiated. Like, what? and what what does Incineroar do? So Incineroar, essentially, you its ability is card charge. You take 30 damage. You search your deck for 3 dark energy and attach it to it. Or up to 3 dark energy. And attach it to it. So essentially you power up with three colorless attack mm-hmm. by taking 30 damage. It's attack, um, I can't remember if I think it's 130. It does like 130 damage and it detaches a special energy from your opponent's Pokemon. Oh, that's nice. I, I think that's it. I, I haven't really played with it in a while. I've been just kind of like looking at builds and stuff and trying to mm-hmm. figure something out. Um, and that's GX does 10 plus 50 for each damage counter on it, so by doing its ability twice, even if you don't attach energy the second time, you can do 310. Wow. So you can actually just pretty much KO everything. Mm-hmm. But, uh, in the next set, we've got the Baby Incineroar, which essentially does 30. If you have it out, mm-hmm. it does 30, everything does 30 more damage. Oh, wow. But it's only, you can only do one, you can't do, you can't stack it. Okay, okay. And then also in that next set, there is the Zoroark Greninja, which in tandem... With uh, Incineroar, it's got Dark Pulse, so for dark one Dark Energy, colorless. You do thirty plus thirty for every Dark Energy on the on your side of the board. Wow, 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 wow! So much darkness. And then its GX attack is the same cost, but if you have an extra Dark Energy, I believe, or just an extra energy. Yeah, whatever, that's what the t- tag teams have been about. Like if you have extra energy on your mons, if you get that extra energy bonus, you get to put two. Well, first off, it's GX attack allows you to put two dark GX or EX from your discard onto your bench. So it's like how the Rayquaza, or not the Rayquaza, but the uh, Ho-Oh and the Dragonite are kind of. Yeah, yeah. You bring out GXs, even if it's stage twos. Yeah, I get it. But if you have the extra energy, you attach two energy from your discard to each of those. So you're getting four energy on the board with two Incineroar, then your next turn comes, Scar Charge, Scar Charge. You've got ten energy on your bench, including the three on your, well, not including the three on your dark, whatever your... There are, or I can't, I can't speak, it's too early. You're <laughs> Zoroark Greninja. So it's 13 times 3, you're, yeah, you're pretty much KOing everything at that point. Wow. Well, you're doing good. like 400 damage over, because it's 30 plus 390, I think, if I'm doing that right. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that's good. I mean, that's fun. Yeah. Even if you don't do Scar Charge, you're still hitting for like 210, 240, something like that. Well, what about you, Sublime? What have you been up to? Uh, the... PDL started. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. PDL is going on. That's good. Yeah. So I had my first match for that. Uh, you played Dexio. Yes, you you helped him. You you helped him, I hear, yes. Helped. He I made lost. it not terrible. Yeah, I, 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 I assume. I still won. Yeah, um, 5-0. I, it was good. I really wanted to help him out because he... No, he has a good team. He has some good stuff on it. Yeah, he has some good stuff on there, and I was really surprised because uh, what he wanted to do was just have 10 sets for the whole season. No. And I was just like, no, 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 this isn't what you do. And so I sat down and I looked at his team. It wasn't very polished because I didn't get to bounce it off anybody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I was just looking at your team and I was just like, okay, this is going to do you better than what you wanted. And mm-hmm. uh, I threw it at him. And I, I don't know, how. what was the differential? How bad was it? It was 5-0. Okay, okay. Unfortunate. But yeah, I gave him some stuff. It was better than, um, it, it was, it was better than what he had, so... 
I think I think Dexio is going to be one of those that just he's going to learn along the way because this is his first so much in Piddle. learning. Yeah, he said he's really new to it and he's just learning so much as he's going. And I'm like, that's yeah. great. Yeah, keep it up. No, he's doing he's learning at least, which is good. Like I sat down, I walked him through some of the spreads, and I'm like, hey, this is why you want this, and this is why you want this. And so so hopefully he gets better uh, throughout the season. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's see. For me, I haven't been doing too much. I, I spent a lot of the week uh, doing stuff for work, traveling for work, which was uh, not exactly the best thing in the entire world. It was it was pretty rough just going back and forth uh, driving. Man, it was like 16 hours, 16, 17 but hours. But just think car. of how many Puckle podcasts you could listen to, Thash. I could have listened to my own podcast <laughs> that I listen to every week anyway to edit it, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess I, I understand that struggle, but you could have listened to Puckle Plus or <laughs> Puckle true. PTU. That's that's true. I could have Both listened, available I could on have iTunes. To those. But I decided to listen to some D and D podcast instead. <laughs> oh, so our so our RPG podcast ain't good enough for you. Uh, so the big thing is like this is just like real life stuff. So I tricked all of my friends into coming over to play D and D next weekend because ah. um, one, it's my birthday next weekend, and I want I was oh, just yeah. like, oh hey, you guys should come over and play D and D with me for my birthday, blah blah blah. And like I have this one shot ready. I have a bunch of pre gen characters for them because these guys have never played D and D. Yeah, I think you had mentioned doing a one shot. Yeah, so I I finally tricked them all into coming over to do it, uh, and I'm sure like it, I, I'm just, I've been prepping like real hard to make it like the best experience they could possibly ever have for the first time playing D and D, so that I can trick them into starting a campaign. <laughs> that's kind of my that's kind of where I'm at right now, real life wise. <laughs> Secret plan. I'm manipulating Secret my plan. friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm manipulating my friends to for their play own D&D. good. Yeah, for their own. And good there is nothing wrong I, with manipulating your friends. For their own good. I don't think right, they're Shamu? not going to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I I think at least half of them will be like, yeah, I would like to play again. You know what I mean? And then we can get a campaign going. It'd be a lot of fun. But we'll see. Uh, oh, well, that is uh, where we'll leave this right now. And we're going to kick it on over to the news. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. The news has a few things in it, Pokemon-wise. I'm actually uh, really happy that we got something this week, and it, I think it's accidental. But let's get to everything else before we get to that that juicy bit of news. So, first of all, if you are following the TCG and the Pokemon Detective Pikachu movie, we've got more cards. There are 18 cards in this Detective Pikachu set, and I think they finally dropped all of them. Yes, we have all of them now. There's like a second Detective Pikachu, a Mewtwo GX, and a Greninja. So that's kind of cool. I mean, it's nifty that we got things like that. I'm happy to see them do something. I hate the art on all of them pretty hard. Except Pikachu. Pikachu's okay. Uh, I think I like is uh, Ludicolo. I'm okay with the art. Like, it's definitely growing on me. Like, at first it was kind of a shock, but after looking at it, it's just like, yeah, that's probably what they would look like in real life, right? That Greninja is gross. Yeah, I mean, it's a frog. It's a tongue frog. No. It's a frog. I mean, that's what you expect, right? No. I'm like totally cool if you gave me a polywag, a polyrath, all of like a seismitoad, but Greninja, mm-mm, that t- no, that shouldn't exist. It's, ugh, so I, I'm happy with Greninja over something like polyrath because that's just Gen 1. 
And this is at least showing me like, hey, we're trying to go out of the Gen 1. No, that's fine. Because what was, there was one Pokemon that they had. It was the Gen 7, I think. That looked really good. It was, what's Morlo? that grass fairy? Yeah. Morlo. Morlo yeah, looked really good. Really so it's not like I'm just trying to be like a Gen 1 or anything. No, no, not you. I just, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just happy they're showing representation from generations outside of Generation 1. I know there's probably they're probably going to use Generation 1 as a crutch in this, obviously, because we have things like Charizard making an appearance, Mewtwo makes an appearance, and stuff like that. They're going to definitely use that. They're going to lean heavily on Gen 1, but there's so many other Generation references that I think are huge. Like, if you watch the trailer, you see that the main character, I forget what his name is already, um, I think it's Sam. Uh, like that? Yeah, um, but he, he goes ahead, and he was he has, like, the Sinnoh Championship on his wall, and it, you see him wearing this unknown shirt that I w- really want to buy. Uh, it doesn't exist ever, anywhere. Um, but in one of the shots, he's wearing this really cool unknown O shirt. And I really want to buy it. So Pokemon Company, make my dream come true. Uh, of course, you can always. Uh, but yeah, like it, I'm really excited for that. I would also take the art style of Detective Pikachu over the art style of Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolutions any day. I, I think that that art style is far more appealing than the weird CGI they brought with the Mewtwo Strikes Back remake. I agree. Yeah. Also, if you're playing Pokemon Go, it looks like the fighting event's going on until Tuesday afternoon, so you should go out and like catch some fighting types while you can. Also, I think it's uh it's two times catch and battle experience, uh, and a bunch of other crazy stuff. There's just like a ton of extra experience and stuff like that. And Shiny Man- Mankey and Shiny Machop are available now. Both of those are like mesh shinies, but they're out. They're both green. Yeah, it's one of those two green ones. Yep. So have fun with that. (laughs) I mean, if you get a Machamp, it looks like Hulk. Yes. Uh, And it's also been announced that from March 15th through March 18th, that Rayquaza will be coming back to Pokemon Go and Raid Battles. And it's also going to be be a possible shiny, I think, as well. Um, oh wait, no, cool. no. Japanese notice says that Shiny Rayquaza will not be available during that raid. Oh, I apologize. Why even I, announce that? Mm. That's yeah, why not you gotta cool. be like that? The other thing, I yeah. don't think this is on uh, anywhere else, but I think that of note, they were talking about starting uh, Pokemon raid or Pokemon Go r- lunch hour raids or something like that. From like noon to one, you can get extra raid pass, or there's going to be extra raid spawns, so that people when they're typically on their lunch break can go do a raid. Which uh, I think is, a, I, I don't know, like, I'm a Pokemon fan, and I'm, like, a deep-rooted Pokemon fan, but I don't know that I'd go to the extent of, like, running out of my building to try to find a raid to do. I feel like the dedicated, quote-unquote, Pokemon Go community would, though. I, I do agree with that. I think the dedicated Pokemon Go community would. I, I agree with that. I, I just know... I, I guess it's just for the dedicated people at that point then, because yeah, like, I'm kind I, of on the yeah. border in between like the casual f- fans. It also depends on like how near you board. are to like yeah. spawns at your That's place also of work. True. Mm-hmm. But uh, potentially for Scrawn and Snack, that could be great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. So there's uh, there's a few other things. Uh, new TCG set was announced to be Sun and Moon Unbroken Bonds, and it's going to have lots of cards in it. <laughs> Lots of cards. Lots of cards. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, they'll talk more about it. I think they already did talk about it on TCG Cast, right? Um, I think, no. I think we talk, they talked a little bit. I mean, about we might have mentioned it, but yeah. it hasn't been covered. Okay. And then, of course, there's... Uh, that, that, I guess that's about it. I guess that's about it. Uh, so the other piece of news that I really wanted to get into, like this juicy piece of news, is that uh, Nintendo of America actually accidentally like posted, their, posted a tweet that they shouldn't have posted. <laughs> 
um, about Pokemon Sword and Shield. Nintendo of America put out a minor bit of news about Pokemon Sword and Shield. They said that uh, the stadium-like buildings scattered across the Gala region are, in fact, Pokemon gyms. I, I don't know that this was that hard to, like, theorize, because it seemed pretty straightforward to me that those were probably the gyms. Yeah. But I guess this is good confirmation. But with this element, in, instead of calling the people who run these gyms gym leaders, the gyms in Galar have what are called gym masters. At present, it's unclear what the difference is. Um, my thought is there isn't much of a difference. But I can also see them doing... I could see the gimmick in this game being that the gym battles are different than our older gym battles. I could see them somehow finding a way to hybrid the trials that we got in Sun and Moon, which I think we can all agree were, I think, much more challenging overall um than our old school gym battle style so i would like to see them do it in such a way that the gyms are somehow similar to the way that they were in in alola the trials the trials in alola i think that would be interesting i mean i feel like they could make generic gyms more difficult if they want to they've just never wanted to that's true i i can agree with that but maybe i I, maybe it's just that they didn't try you know what i mean yeah so if they want to make it that way they could i'm sure easily enough I would have been just as fine with the trials in in uh, Sun and Moon. Um, like the only way you make that better is that at the end, instead of get them giving you a Z crystal or something, they give you a badge. That's all I want. I just want badges. Like that's all. That's all I want. I just want badges back. <laughs> Give me my Pokemon badges so I can go through the region. The other thing to note is there's only like five of those on that map. We talked about this a little bit last week, I think. Uh, but I think Sigma's pointed out to me that there are still like eight total soccer fields if you include like the random soccer fields on the matches. So those may also turn into gyms to some extent. And you don't know if they're all above ground or all below ground or something. Also true. Ooh, that's true. A- Underground soccer field. Let's go. Because it's still that one uh, what railway going into the mountain that we have no idea what's going to happen there. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's true. You, you do bring up good points. Internet, interdimensional transport to Kalos. Or maybe Maybe there's just a wormhole, you know? Yeah, I'm hoping Kalos. Ultra space, again. (laughs) They haven't had enough. But not everything that we need to know. Yeah, of course. No, we can't tell everything yet. Obviously, these games aren't coming out probably until November, right? Yeah, I mean, that was the thing. I I actually saw a thing on Reddit. I don't post on Reddit very often. (laughs) Only, Only when people are wrong do I, like, come in and interject. And so I saw this thing where somebody's like, we'd know the release date of Pokemon Sword and Shield. And they, they go through like the past four years of Pokemon release dates, right? And the past four days of Pokemon release dates have been, uh, last year we had the 16th, the year before that it was the 17th of November, the year before that it was the 18th of November, and the year before that it was the 19th of November. And the guy goes, it's going to be the 15th of November. And I went in there and I'm like, no, those are just the Fridays before Black Friday. Black Friday is a week later this this year. And I, it was just like the 22nd of November. Uh, I mean, if you're going to make that, if you're going to follow the pattern, it's the 22nd of November. Granted, I am all for a surprise, like, October release. Yeah. I'm always for a surprise early release, too. Like, I would love October. Like, July 2nd or something like that. That's not going to happen. Is, That's <laughs> definitely not going to happen. No. We'll be lucky if we have the three houses by July 2nd. <laughs> well, they, they announced that as the release date, something like that, in June or July. Um three house fire emblems coming out then but they also I mean, announced I mean, spring at one point and then yes it got but pushed, they actually gave so. a date this time they they gave an actual date and when they give a date that means <laughs> this is when it's coming out like time frames like that that's different uh than when they just give a date nintendo when they give a date they stick to it i, I don't know it, it makes the fire emblem coming out is really where it sticks to me 
that we're not getting Pokemon over the summer, obviously, because Poke- yeah, Nintendo's going to spread out the releases. It's, they're going to spread them out. And I, I, as much as I would love to see an October release, unless it's somehow bundled with like a new version of the Switch, I don't think we're going to see that. Like, I could definitely see something like a Switch XL or something coming out. Um, in the XL, I'm going to say XL and put that in quotes. By XL, I mean they removed the bezels on the on the Switch console. I, I can see us getting something like that at E3, some kind of announcement. And then if that comes out, say in October, as opposed to a release date in November. So that it's out in sufficient time for like Christmas and stuff like that. I can see Pokemon coming out in conjunction with that just to help push more units. But I I can't say that for sure. I really can't, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, let's let's leave it there. We'll get back to more Sun and Moon rumor discussions. So we are gonna Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield. That's what I, did I say? Sun and Moon. Oh man. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm awful. Uh, We'll get back to more Pokemon Sword and Shield rumor discussions (laughs) after this next segment, which is a Puckles Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckles Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their Pokemon knowledge and what they know about the Pokemon franchise that they talk about every single week. Uh, you guys can submit these questions to the trivia channel on our Discord. Let me say that again. You submit them to the trivia channel on our Discord. I get asked maybe once, twice, three times a week about where to submit those questions and if we should send them in an email. No, you go to our Discord. There's a trivia channel on there that the co-host cannot see. The co-host can, though, read the emails. So... I would definitely check those things out. So let's uh, let's jump right into it, though. This is the part of the show where we we ask questions about Pokemon. We're going to have five of them today. We're going to ask Sublime and, and Shamu. They are going to operate together as a team to try to answer these questions. They are in a race with their fellow co-host, the 30 points. Whoever gets there first wins $20 of Public credit brought to you by AnimeGravy.com. The show where they bring, or not the show, but the website where they bring you a bunch of cool anime art, and they have a lot of cool Pokemon art, including a Green Tauros poster, as well as a, uh, as well as cool things like I Choose You Professor Oak posters and stuff like that. So definitely check out AnimeGravy.com. They are sponsoring this segment. So if you guys are ready, though, I do have your questions together, and we're going to see if you guys can go for a perfect score today. There are five questions worth one point apiece. One of these questions will have a bonus point attached to it. And then, of course, you have your hint that you can use throughout the whole game. And if you don't use that hint and get all the questions correct, you can cash it in for a seventh point. So if you guys are ready, I've got the questions. All right. All right. Question numero uno. Which Pokken fighter is also a supporter Pokemon in Pokken Tournament? Krogunk. That would be, yeah, Krogunk. Croagunk. Like, we already know that's right, so final answer. <laughs> yeah. Croagunk is correct. Uh, that is that is one point for you. Yes, Croagunk is a support mon, and then it was a DLC character. Well, not a DLC character, but it was added onto the arcade cabinets, and then it got added to the Pokemon Tournament DX. So, yeah, good. That's, a, that's the correct answer. All right, so now we're going to up the difficulty, like, a little bit. So we all know the Pokerap from the original Pokemon anime. Uh, from we heard well, it growing up. <laughs> I don't need something. you guys to know the entire Poke Rap for this question. Okay, uh, from the Pokemon anime, the first season, at the end of each episode, there would be a Pokemon rap at the end of the song. Uh, and I, what I believe 
I don't remember who asked this question, but whoever wrote this question, I believe it was Scummy Squirtle, wants to know, who is the last of the 150 Pokemon to be named in the Pokerap? I actually knew this before he answered, um, but we'll see if you guys can know. I mean, you have a 1 in 150 chance. Okay. And for us trying to sing it earlier, you probably know it's not Slowpoke. So it's 149. Charm, yeah. And then it goes, that's all, folks. Um, hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to make it come to my head. I can't. It's not like... Charmeleon, Wartortle. Like, the only thing that comes to mind is Slowbro. Aerodactyl. I... Um... Uh, Give us a sec. We got, we're, we're good. Yeah. You're gonna I, get I just need to hear it in my head. I need to, <laughs> I need to imagine I'm, yeah, I'm going back to my childhood, you know. You two tentacruel, aerodactyl, ammonite, slow poke. Um, it's, it's none of those. I can give you that. <laughs> it is not those. At the, yeah, I can do ammonite, slow poke. And the, then there's something. That's all, folks. If you want the hint, I can always give you the hint with, as well. Um... Do we want to use it early? I, I'm not. Like... Yeah, let's use it. I I don't think we're gonna get it otherwise. To be honest. Yeah. All right. So this is okay a with this that. is a Pokemon that one of the uh, one of the people that were featured in the show had um so a recurring char- cast member had the main character or recurring. Uh, they were in every episode. So main so character. Main character. Ma- yes, main character. I would say they were in every episode. It's one of Team Rocket's Pokemon. I should say that. Okay, so that so gives us Gen 1. We got Lickitung, Ar- Weezing, okay. Arbok, Ekans, or Coughing. Or technically Meowth, I guess. It's a fully evolved one. We'll say Alright, so that leaves Weezing us or with Weezing or Arbok. Or Victory Bell, too. Oh, that's true. Oh. Oof. Well, we have a 1 in 4-ish chance. I think it's Victory Bell, actually, because I'm thinking, like, I don't think Arbok was the one that they ended with, and Weezing, I think something else came after. No, because for Weezing, it's earlier in it, because I think they have Weezing say its own name. Yeah, so I thought, yeah. So it can't be Weezing. It's... Yeah, because they make a thing about Weezing, Weezing as it Weezes its name, you know? Yeah. Uh, So it can't I, be Weezing. I think it's Victory Bell, unless you can think of something that came after Victory Is Bell. Is it Arbok cause... or Victory Bell? I think it's Victory Bell, because I remember Arbok... I thought they did the same thing kind of with Weezing, and I thought something came after it. And also, Arbuck's kind of a hard name to, like, end on. Hmm. If you think about it, it kind of, it comes off a little weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Victory Bell, though. I feel like that sounds weird, too, in the uh, rhythm. I, I can see it, too, yeah. I'm gonna need an answer. Well, it's a 50-50 at this point. I'm more for Victory Bell, per. All right, then let's just go Victory Bell. That's fine with me. Victory Bell is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is Arbok. Uh, it, answer, it, it ends on Arbok. Uh, but that's that's all good. You guys gave it a valiant effort. You got it down to a 50-50. All right, so our next question. Uh, so Pokemon games on the on the box art used to always put the gotta catch them all uh, catchphrase for the Pokemon franchise on the front of the box. Uh, they've since dropped that. I don't know if you guys have noticed that or not. I hope you have because that's what this question is about. And I no, want to, so. and and we want to know what were the first games to drop the gotta catch them all from the box. And I will clarify that it was an entire generation. Okay, so what generation? Yeah, I want to say Gen three because that was the first time you couldn't catch them all. You know what I mean? That's actually true. Yeah, like in like on the single systems that were released. So I'm inclined to say Gen three. I'm just trying to remember the box as in like because definitely not Gen one and two. I can tell you that. And I think it's Gen three. Game? Yeah, like a generation. Yeah, I, I, I clarified that it is, an, it is a generation that, that it happened in. 
Because I know for sure it's Gen, Gen 4 did not have it on that. I don't think it had it on Gen 3, though. Although, I will say I never bought any of the Gen 3 games, like, Protest. out of the box. Protest. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, like, I played them. I'm not saying I didn't play or get them, like, but I didn't buy them in, like, their boxes brand, brand new. new. Yeah. I'm okay oh, no, don't get it twisted. I still got my Leaf Green and my yeah. uh, Sapphire lying around somewhere. That's fine. But wait, if, if, it, if we're doing Gen 3, then would, would Fire Red and Leaf Green have it on them? I don't think they would because it was the again, first game. It was the first game in the, that series in that generation. Yeah, I will make that not, clarification. I think it's okay. Gen three. Okay, we could say that. That's fine. All right, Generation three is correct. It is Ruby and Sapphire because probably the reason you stated Sublime, they conveniently dropped it when the first games came out, and you couldn't catch them all in those games. For the first time since Pokemon, and you was couldn't transfer your stuff over. It was a hard reset. Oh, like, that was. I mean, it was. It wasn't intentional. To be fair, they no. They tried. They just couldn't come up with it. They tried, stuff. and they knew there were issues trying to go to yeah. this, from the old IV and EV system to the new IV and yes. EV system, and that's why they just decided, like, let's just do the reset. Um, nope, they just can't catch them all yet. That's fine. Yeah, we've since fixed that with like crystal version Correct. and on the virtual console and stuff like that. The virtual console fixed everything. I, I like that retrospect. Uh, of like or that retcon in just like their series i thought that was done very well uh, but yeah that gives you two points you're two for three right now let's see if we can get you a point back actually i'll be nice because you got the one question wrong and i'm nice to everybody when this happens uh this next question actually has three answers if you get all three of them i will give you a uh i will give you a uh an, an extra point Ooh. You possibly get three here because i do this for some other people so i'll, I'll be nice yeah to you guys. wow uh, a little cool. bit of parody for you sublime Thank you. <laughs> I feel like when I'm on qu- the show, it's like hard mode. <laughs> All right. And there's some co-hosts that get easy mode. I'm just saying. All right. What Pokemon have more than one ability that give them type immunities, such as like Volt Absorb and stuff like Storm Drain? So who gets not more, resistances, more than one of these? but explicitly immunities? Right. Their abilities give them immunities. Oh yeah, lantern. Wait, does lantern get water? Lantern absorb? has water absorb and volt absorb. Because I was thinking Gastrodon was storm drain and uh, water absorb. Who did you say? Gastrodon. Okay. So I'm for sure on lantern. You're for sure uh, on yeah. Gastrodon. I'm thinking, yeah, because I'm trying to remember what else it gets and nothing else really. I think it's sticky hold. I thought one. it didn't get water absorb. I thought it was only storm drain. Is it only Storm Drain? It might be that. That's fine. I'm pretty sure it's only Storm Drain, and then it has its own um, recovery. I could be wrong, but I know for sure that Lantern gets both. Like, Lantern is my for sure, for sure. And this is, is like, lines, right? This is not species, so, like, it's it's just Lantern and Termak. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. I'm just trying to make sure, because I don't want to, like... Next thing Um, you know, say Lantern, forget uh, Turnshaw. There are are three of these, though. All right, so it's... Abilities that give immunities, not just abilities that would give resistances, right? So nothing yes, like thick just fat abilities or that give immunities. Yes. Heat proof, because Bronzong came to mind, but that's yeah, not quite. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, same thing. Like that's not quite there. Bronzong. All right, let's think of all the abilities that give immunities. So you have levitate, flash fire, uh, flash fire, sap zipper, volt absorb, lightning rod, volt absorb, lightning rod, um, the water ones, storm drain and uh, water absorb, lightning rod, uh, storm drain. Water absorb. Um, Are those saps, it? We said sap zipper. Sap zipper. I think those might be it, right? For abilities, they're all the ones okay. that are relevant. <laughs> Wonder Guard, but that's not going to be valid for this. Wonder Guard, no. Yeah, it's Wonder Guard, <laughs> but it's yeah. two different abilities, and it only has exactly, one. Exactly. That's why. I said okay, so what things one. would have more than one of these? I guess is the question. Um, hmm. Rhydon's not. It only gets lightning rod. 
well, like I think light, I feel like lightning rod's one of them, but not no. What about if something had storm drain and lightning? <gasps> oh, oh, wait, no, oh, no, seeking electivire, electivire, motor drive. Ah, yes, motor drive. I believe I forgot both. that's wait, a thing. Did it get, wait, did it get? It gets. Vital it does it though because drive. it gets vital spirit as its hidden ability. I thought I had two. Abil- oh yeah, no, it's only two abilities though. It didn't have a third. So I think seeking might be one actually. Uh, I don't think it gets storm drain or water absorb. It gets lightning rod. For some reason, I thought it got storm rod. drain. Hmm. It does get lightning rod. I don't know if it gets storm drain or not. Um. Okay. No. Hmm. Does Pikachu? I don't get lightning rod. It just gets lightning rod. Just gets lightning rod. Okay. Uh, oh. just to just to push you in the right direction, the other two Pokemon that you haven't found yet are both in Generation Five. Emoga. Ah. I believe Emoga gets Volt Absorb and Lightning Rod. Does it? Uh, I think so. That's my favorite Pikachu clone. It gets like it's, it's like Lightning Rod. It gets like two of the three. It's like Volt Absorb, Lightning Rod, or Motor Drive. I can't remember exactly. Ah. Uh, Volt Absorb, huh. Motor Drive, but. Okay, so I Gen think, Five Pokemon. Wait a minute. Mm. I think one of them saps. I was thinking Buffalon has Sap Zipper, oh, but Maractus. You're right, Maractus, for sure, for it gets, sure, like, Maractus. It gets Storm Drain, I think it's like Sap Zipper or Water Absorb now, too. Or one of those. It's, it's yeah, it's, Maractus definitely had that for it. It's such a Pokemon, you know? It's a Pokemon. It is such a Pokemon. <laughs> okay, so. I wonder who suggested this. Lantern and Maractus. I think those are good guesses. We need the third. Okay. Emolga, I think, but we can I, just kind of. Okay, let's go through it a bit. Um, yeah. That's the Jellison biggest generation. Water Absorb. It's, and cursed body, so it's not that. Yeah. <sighs> Was there something Chandler that got levitate in Gen Five um, that would have something else? No, I don't think so. Because most levitate mods are just literally levitate. They don't really. Bronzong was the one we were was an exception. exception. Sure. Okay. And if it gets levitate, it's usually via like an evolution or a thing or mega evolution. Um. Hmm. What else is Gen Five? Not a starter. There's not... very few water types in Gen Five. Yeah. It's definitely not the starter. That's not. I can't think of anything up through like that desert. Nothing in that area would have two immunities. Seismitoad, maybe? No. I'm gonna need an answer, guys. Okay, so we have two of the three. I would just say Amolga. I'm pretty sure okay. you two. Yeah. Well, we got two out of three for sure. Maybe three out of three. All right, so... Um, so you're gonna say Amolga, Maractus, Lantern, and Lantern. Maractus, and I guess Amolga, yeah. All right. So that is correct on two fronts, but not one. Uh, Lantern right. and Maractus are correct. Uh, Lantern gets Volt Absorb and Water Absorb. Maractus gets Storm Drain and I believe Water Absorb. Uh, the third, Amolga only gets Static and Motor Drive. Uh, the one that you were oh, missing was actually Zebstrika, who actually gets three. Oh, gets Sap Zipper. Yep, Sap he gets, Zipper. He gets oh, lightning, and rod, rod, lightning Rod, Motor Drive, and Sap Zipper. Right typing, wrong Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. So you were close. You were close. Yeah. So that's, uh, that gives you two. So you guys are four for four right now. That's so not as always, I like to end our show with a base stat question. This is a little bit different because I'm running out of highest base stats for you guys to no. answer. <laughs> uh, so we're going to change it up this week. And uh, this one's uh, this one's got it's a bit of a themed base stat question. Everybody knows that new Pokemon found in Alola are on island time. But which of the Alolan Pokemon... Which is to Pokemon, say that they're slow? Yes. Uh, but which of the Alolan Pokemon has the lowest speed? Why? I'm going to say Stack Attacka. Bam. Gen oh, 7. Stack Attacka. It's like 13 or something. It's not abysmal. an Ultra Beast. I'll say it's not an Ultra Beast. Ugh. I want to say it's... This is a lot harder. And this Pokemon has a Back base to stat, hard mode. To, uh, base bat of... Uh, a base speed of 5. Okay. So it's something that literally just does like nothing. 
Yes. Like, no speed. Oh, wait. Oh, I think I might have it. It's that Pukamuku thing, maybe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because it's just like a status thing. It's just, got, it's like, just like a... It's just like an ugly tank that does nothing. Is that your final answer? I'm inclined to think so, because its stats are pretty lopsided. Yeah, like, I'm okay super lopsided. All right, Pukumuku is correct. That gives you guys a five points today. So, good on you guys. That's pretty good. It's not uh, bad. It's not that's bad. not bad. That does change up the standings pretty significantly, because most everybody's still, like, neck and neck, which is really nice and cool to see it's during because... trivia. It's because everyone's there we got so many people participating yeah and they're doing awesome signing up um Mm -hmm. all right for someone to take a snowball lead yep so in first place tied we have scrawn and whimsical with 17 points in third place we have sublime with 15 in fourth place we have seth vila with 14 in fifth place we have basket with 12 in sixth we have linian with 11 in seventh tied we have bosephus and dr shamu with 10 in ninth, we have Jushiro with six. And in tenth, we have our Sigma with four. But good on you guys. We will be back at you with another episode of Puckles Poke Quiz. But we're going to jump into the topic where we talk some Pokemon Sword and Shield rumors. So let's kick it on over after this short break. Hey, Puckalonians, it's Sublime Manic. Can't get enough of your favorite flip flopping podcast? Then check out our social media. You can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and YouTube, all from our website, PuckoPodcast.com. And you can join our Discord to hang out with your favorite hosts and other Pokolonians. Also, check us out at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, consider subscribing to our Twitch channel. You can also check us out at YouTube at YouTube slash PucklePodcast. And we also have a Patreon if you're able to give anything at patreon.com slash PucklePodcast. And on to the topic, our topic today is, I just want to do a breakdown because there's a lot of rumors going on today, uh, about, or not just today, but there's just been a lot of rumors going around about Pokemon Sword and Shield, and I kind of just want to like address them, talk about them a little bit, because I think, I think our niche in the Pokemon community is that we like to go into things with level heads, talk about them a little bit, talk about the realistic possibilities of them, uh, and, and use the power of logic and reason. <laughs> And more than two data points. Yeah, and more than two data points. That is absolutely true. So that, that's that, let's segue into that. That's a good segue, <laughs> Sublime. I'm a three data point kind of person. Th- okay, so the one thing that's really big recently has been if you look at the Japanese, or I guess honestly, just not the English, uh, <laughs> just not the English uh, logo for Pokemon Sword and Shield. There's actually like a little symbol in the Sword and Shield logo. Uh, it's like a little Pokeball that's spinning. We talked about it briefly, I believe, last week. I believe so. I, I want to I want to address that because it, it, we I think we know what it is at this point, but I I, I want to just break it down a little bit. And the reason people are freaking out about this is because if you look at the Sun and Moon Japanese logo and also the X and Y logo, we got both the Mega Evolution and the Z Crystal in the logo itself. So everybody is speculating that these that, that this new Pokeball could be the new mechanic in sword and shield and first of all i would like to state that i don't think they need a new gimmicky mechanic i'm okay with them taking a break from that this this time around Uh, i don't think that pattern needs to be followed also i hope it isn't we have too much don't make it too complicated like i don't want another type of evolution or something no i i think what would be really cool is if this somehow represents a new type of battle right it's been a while since we've gotten a really cool hot take on battles so i think the last big innovation personally was probably double battles. I think I really like inverse battles too. Inverse battles were cool. Inverse battles were cool. I will give you that. Uh, but I also think that 
if you if you look into it, you also they tried with triple in rotation battles. They tried, and they shouldn't have, and they should not have. I just don't think they were implemented correctly, and they saw that in Sun and Moon, and they just dropped them. Pokemon is already enough of a rock paper scissors game. You don't need to have yes. three things at once to rock paper scissors because right. no, just no. And so it was really, really weird. Um, I think that this could be like a new hot take, though, on how to battle, right? Like a new battle format. Uh, And I bring this up because we see this logo. It looks like the spinning Pokeball thing. And I just want to I want to go real deep into it. I I, I also had the a parallel line of thought to the person we interviewed last week, JPR Pokey Trainer 98. You can check him out on YouTube. Check out our interview with him last week on the last episode, if you haven't already. But he uh he and I uh both came to the same line of thinking. If you actually watch the 13th Pokemon movie, that's the Zoroark one. At the beginning, they play a game called Bocker Ball, which is essentially just Pokemon soccer. And if you look at the middle of the field in that logo actually, it looks very similar to what we have now for this new logo that you see on the Sun and Moon thing. And you have us going into essentially soccer stadiums for these gyms. It was more or less confirmed now because of the tweet that Nintendo America put out and then deleted this er- earlier this week. So I think what this is going to represent is probably just some new way of playing Pokemon, right? I- I'm not saying they're going to get rid of our Pokemon battles. It's- they're obviously not. We saw a Chinchino fight a Pikachu earlier in that trailer. But I, I really think that uh, these are it's probably just like a new style of battles. That's that's where I'm at on it. I don't know if you guys have similar thoughts on that or not. I really don't know. I just it could be anything. It's, it's yeah. probably just a logo. It's, it's probably image. it could just be a logo yeah. for like, hey, gyms are back. I think that's what it is. To be honest, I don't. I don't think they're going to add a new battle style. To be honest, they didn't in Gen Seven, did they? No, in Gen Seven they actually removed them. <laughs> yeah, because I think they kind of learned. Yeah, like you don't have to throw all the new ideas every time. That's true. Where did triple battle goes? Where did rotation battles go? Like, oh wait, they weren't popular enough. They weren't popular, and they strained the hardware. It was the big thing. I think that's the bigger mentality of getting rid of rotation battles and triple battles, is because first of all, like, I mean, have you ever watched the videos for Gen Six where they've just put like six Moltres out, and you ever watched the lag? Because it's bad. In Gen yeah. 6. Like, it's real bad. Yeah, but that might have been because of the hardware it was on. It is. Yeah, it, it absolutely So, is. I feel like we can address that in Gen 8. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I, I mean, the reason they did that is because of the lag there, and then they were just like, we want to put trainers in the background as well. So, you're already animating another character in, in there already. So, you essentially have triple battles anyway with the trainer and during a double battle um, in terms of, like, figures to render and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's just something to keep in mind when we're thinking about Pokemon uh, and just like how Gen 7 kind of did away with triple in rotation battles, which is fine by me. I don't think anybody cared. <laughs> Maybe Scrawn. Uh, but the, I think that's kind of what I think that might be what it is. I think we're going to get gyms back. It's just going to be, hey, here's the new league, because even then they got rid of the gym logo that we had been seeing for like the past three generations since Gen 5. That was very popular to use. So we, they seem to have gotten rid of that and just switched to this. And I'm okay with gyms being back. I, I like that being a thing. And if they kind of make them more central, kind of like they did the trials, I'd be okay with that. I think it'd be really cool. Also, maybe this is more of a sandbox type deal where you can tackle the gyms in whatever order you want to. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. Uh, who knows? But they do have a very obvious like linear design for the map. That's the issue. I think that. Pokemon is a linear game. I, and that's what it is. I think it is to an extent, but if you look at something like Gen 1, you can get around a lot of gyms. You can change it quite a bit, but I don't think they were trying to 
Like, oh no, I, I think, think a lot of it was unintentional. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it was absolutely unintentional. A couple gym that you can kind of choose. Like, hey, you do the first three or four, then like five, six, and seven, you can choose any order you wish. Yeah. That would be kind of neat. At least, like, make it linear to a point, and then once you get to that main upper part, you can choose whichever area to go to first. Yeah. I, I, I like, I think that would be a little bit different and a little bit more interesting to see different plot points play out in different orders. I would love to see that, but I sincerely doubt that that will happen. I mean, I, I doubt it, it's too. Just, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that's that's that that's a big one. I think the next thing to really break into, like one of the bigger things that I've been hearing and Seth won't shut up about, is armored evolutions in Pokemon. This has been a really big thing that I've been hearing about, and this all stems from a 4chan post. So we already know it's from the most reliable of sources, right? 4chan, and so oh, of course, yeah. Uh, so uh, the big thing is we've got. Uh, so the only thing that lends us any credence outside of the... So let, let's go through the 4chan post first, because I think the 4chan post is a really big part of it, and we should definitely talk about that. But so the 4chan post that we're talking about uh, was posted on February 21st, so before the Sword and Shield announcement. And so the person that wrote this said, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield are going to be the titles. The region is going to be Great Britain. So first of all, let's break that down. Uh, Great Britain had been rumored to be the region for a very, very long time before this by every British Poketuber that's ever existed. And <laughs> and I think once you establish Great Britain as the region, I think Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield aren't that far off from like just guessing names for the regions. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that already just makes it meh. Um, and then he breaks it down even farther. Uh, the legendary Pokemon are a metal snake and a wooden horse. Definitely so, not. That's probably not happening. Um, and then he just says armored evolution, armored Charizard, armored Mewtwo, armored Flygon, armored Zerora, dot, dot, dot. And then Meltan ties into armored evolution and legendary lore. I think all of that's wrong. <laughs> I think every single, I think also every single rumor has a little bit of truth to it as well. Like they throw in something to try to catch you. Like, I think the big thing was like when we were getting ultra sun, ultra moon rumors and we were hearing about like new regionals and stuff like that. I think that kind of ties into it because it's stuff mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, sure. And I, I but this armored evolutions, uh, the other thing is armored Mewtwo is actually trademarked recently by the Pokemon company for merchandise and for video game uh, use as well. Um, so I think the, I think that the main takeaway for Armored Mewtwo being trademarked and not the rest of these is that we have Pokemon evolutions, uh, Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back evolutions coming out, which it featured an Armored Mewtwo in the original Mewtwo Strikes Back movie. And I think that's probably the merchandise they're going to try to sell to kids and be like, Hey, look how cool it is. Mewtwo's wearing armor. Hey. And you know what else was trademarked? Pokemon gray. So that's true as well. That is very true. So definitely, I, I mean, I wouldn't get too hung up on it. I could definitely yeah. see Armored Mewtwo being like the Mewtwo referring to the Mewtwo Strikes Back. And I could also see this rumor maybe possibly being true and being like a second or third hand source. And they confused Armored Evolution with um, with the movie coming out at the same time as Pokemon Sword and Shield. You know what I mean? I think that's po- very possible for them to have done. But I mean, I, I'm not... F- Fully sold on the Pokemon Armored Evolution. I just don't think it's something that needs to happen in Pokemon, and I think that just makes things more complicated. Especially it's just when you convoluted. Already, right? I especially feel like when it's we convoluted. Have, especially when we already have Mega Evolution, right? And, and I think the yeah. thing that kind of throws us out the door is, um, I'm going to make a joke here. Um, armored Flygon, we're not going to get Flygon any love. 
Uh, and also armored Zeraora. I don't think they're going to do anything for Zeraora like that. They wouldn't support it that early on. No, 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 no. I mean, we had Mega Deonce, right? But I don't think Mega Deonce... I, I think that's different than Zeraora, in my opinion. I feel like Mega Deonce was already kind of planned in the design of Deonce to be like kind of like how a queen or a princess of the diamonds and stuff like that. Kind and of that was, that was all in the same generation. Yes, exactly. So I don't, I don't really, I'm not feeling it. I'm going to say it that much. I'm not feeling it. Uh, <laughs> we'll see though. I mean, we'll have to see, I guess. I, I don't know how else that's going to go, but I, I'm not I feel like maybe it. if there's armor, it's aesthetic. Maybe. I, I, I would be okay with it, like being able to dress your Pokemon up. Sure. And you dress your trainer up. Yeah. And then appears in battles. Or something. I don't even think that's likely, but I feel like it's more likely than armor evolution. Yes. It might be more of a thing with a mini game too. There yeah. Might be some jousting mini game or like a medieval fair area. Yeah. Like I could see know. maybe there's like a the couple Pokemon that wear armor at like one moment in the game because it fits and that's it. Yeah. I do not. Yeah. Think that's going to be I'm much just, of this. I'm, I'm just imagining Pokemon Renaissance fair in my mind now, Shamu. And I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> but it would you be cute, I guess. I could also say it like Sublime said, like maybe somewhere in the plot you like see some guy riding around on a Charizard dressed in knight's armor or something like that. Yeah. Say, yeah. Or just, there's like, a picture of one and they talk about an old war where Pokemon fought. Is you know or... Yeah, I mean if we wanna that's an interesting point, and I'd love to jump into that some more. Uh just because I think I think these two regions are just th- this region is so similar to Kalos. It just blows my mind. I, and I understand why, because they're, they're pretty they're culturally both European. similar. Yeah, they're both culturally similar. Uh, but at the same time, there's just so many places where you can see it tie in. I would love for there to be references to the Pokemon War that took place in X and Y that that uh, elicited the use of the, the weapon that created Mega Evolution, essentially. I'd love to see that. Maybe we get some kind of AZ like cameo or something like that as well. That well, they love bringing back characters, so I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Uh, bringing back characters that have no plot significance. They like doing that. Precisely. Precisely. <laughs> and AZ already had his moment, so why not? Yeah, like we yeah. got uh, Grimly, Grimsley That's back in. Grimsley. It, I love Grimsley in Gen 7. It's like one of my favorite Gen things. 7, and he didn't do anything. He was just there. He gave you Sharpedo. That oh, did that's something. True. That's he gave you the ride pager. That was it. That was it. That I mean, the it's kind of like thing. how in uh, Diamond and Pearl you saw Jasmine, and then you got uh, Waterfall from Jasmine. Yeah. Or in Gen 5, you see some of the... Uh, no, you see Cynthia in Gen 5. Yeah. Do you? Oh, yeah. At, uh, yeah. At the, she oh, has yeah. a beach house. Mm-hmm. At the beach house. That's For right. no reason. She's just there. Well, she has a beach house. Sublime. God. Yeah. God. Oh, I mean, I'm just saying, yeah. It's like all these people just want to go on vacation. Yeah, she goes on vacation. Grimsley goes on vacation. Coralist shows up. I guess Man, they could just you know. make, they could just knock this out of the park though if they give us like the Z version we never got as like a post game they could just knock this out of the park I'm just throwing they it won't. out there they won't they this won't is, they're gonna blow the opportunity they could but they won't they yeah. could but they won't that's exactly and yeah right. I think maybe Arma will make an appearance in this game but I think it will be like a strictly an aesthetic motif at most yeah but I mean these are I, I guess there's another rumor flying around as well um, that Shamu actually made me privy to. Um, and I didn't realize until recently that how fake it was, but there is a, there's a gif of a Pokemon. It looks like a bug rock something in a cave. Dragon, Dragon bug kinda, looking thing. Yeah. yeah. And ugly. Oh, it, uh, it's pretty hideous, but it's I mean, it, ugly. it looks like it could be a Pokemon. It just looks, it does. Uh, it's very well done. It's very well done. Like, I think, whoever made it. I, I think it re- reminisces 
reminiscent of Vika Volt a little too much. Yeah, that's definitely what I thought, but it's kind of why I like it. It's a little, it's a little Vika Volt like uh, derivative, in my opinion. And also, what I've noted is the background doesn't look as detailed as the rest of the backgrounds we've seen in the trailers, especially if it's supposed to be in the sparkling gem cave thing. And and didn't uh, one of you just point out that in this image, the menu yes. at the bottom is the Let's Go menu? <laughs> it is the Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu menu on the bottom of the screen. So that's so, a nope. <laughs> so I'm probably going to I'm gonna have to go with a, with a strong no here, okay? <laughs> at least they got the shadow right. Like, they did get the th- the yeah. shadow is higher detail than the shadows in Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. So good on them, right? It's better than six pixels. Like, uh, <laughs> that's the one thing I am looking forward to in these games is that we're going to get a much better product overall i think then let's go eat you i i um but yeah i don't i don't think there's too many other leaks and fakes i i just wanted to bring these up because they they are starting to pour out and i'm sure we'll be doing more episodes like this in the future mm-hmm. as i did see one leak away. from that same website we were looking at the speculation for armor mm-hmm. that was speculating some like some people shared some evil loot i'm not evil i have a starter evolution starters yes okay actually, and i'm like I don't think so. Okay, so this is something that I want to like bring up as like a sobering moment for everybody because these these were leaked and well leaked. We'll put it leaked in quotes. These were these were put on the internet. Yes. Uh the these were done these were actually dropped by the same guy who dropped the Alolan starters and he got them right. The problem with that though, in my opinion, is that we have this happen every generation. <laughs> I will say the Gen 6 starters evolutions were leaked and they were right. The Gen 7 ones? Yes. No, the Gen 6 ones as well. Yeah, but it will happen much later in the in the. That cycle. was definitely leaked uh, correctly, though. And so could there be a leak at some point that is true about the starters? Yes. Do I think this is it? No. Yeah, I don't think this is it at all whatsoever. I, I don't think that's actually this is going to be it. I love the fire starter one though. The fire starter is the, the other only two. good one out of the whole. It thing. is right <laughs> that grass one. I was like, that thing is hideous, and they would never. Yeah, exactly. I I don't think, and also the water starter, right? I mean, I don't think that the middle one I could have believed, and then they went to the final form. I'm like, nope, that's definitely yeah, exactly. not it. Exactly. Uh, I I just don't think that they're making them appealing. Yeah, especially the grass starter. The grass starter is real. They bad. would never. They no, because the do that. original one is. It loses all of yeah. I can't see them doing. I mean, that also at all. it's Grookey, so I think he might actually be music related, which would really tie into a lot of like the punk rock scene in England. Uh, and I think they would try to stay true to that instead of making him some kind of proper gentleman holding a a stick sword. Yeah. Of whatever. Type. Without shoes Without and like shoes. ugly pants, they would never. There's nothing gentlemanly about this. Right. Yeah. Right. It's Very raggedy. Groovy monkey, you know. I think we're gonna get a groovy monkey exactly. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I don't think that are, these are true either. And they they also come from, uh, like I said, the same person who dropped the Gen Seven starters. But I would like to point out that we have this happen every generation. Like you said, Gen Six, we had the starters leak beforehand, and even then, that same person tried to drop versions of the Gen Seven starters uh, during the Gen Seven like rumor cycle, and those all, all ended up being incorrect. It ended up going to this new guy. And so this new guy's doing the exact same thing where he's probably posting fake images of the of the final evolutions of the starters. And we're gonna get, they're probably gonna get leaked again. Or the Gen 8 yeah. starters will probably get leaked repeatedly. Yeah. And but it will it will end up being from a different person, probably. <laughs> yeah. I will say that fire one looks good though. The the fire one does look good. It's the so best fake one. Maybe if they haven't figured it out. Would not be out, mad if it were real. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be mad. I think I'd be mad at literally everything else. I would be mad at literally everything else. At everything else, I would be upset. So yep. <laughs> we will see, though. Uh, hopefully these aren't real. <laughs> so I guess that's it, though. I mean, that, that, that's pretty much everything that we've covered so far. Uh, and I think that's what we're, we're, we're just going to leave it. Um, we can le- put links to these quote-unquote leaks, but these are definitely rumors um, that are unsubstantiated and probably fake. So we will. I'll put links to all of the uh, all of these rumors, so you guys can check them out for yourselves, and you can determine whether or not they're fake on your own. So that is going to be it for the topic. We are going to take a short break, and we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. So we will catch you on the flip flop. Are you excited for Sword and Shield? Well, you should check out the Puckle Tea Public Store to get all of those T-shirts, all that Pokey swag, get some Sobble merch, get some Score Bunny merch, maybe even some Grookey. Support which gang you're in by wearing a t-shirt, buying a mug, tapestry, pillow, pretty much anything over at Public. Everything you buy over the Puckle Tea Public store helps support the show, and we really do appreciate it. So while we're in this time of hype, go check it out. Maybe there's something there that might tickle your fancy. So check out the Puckle Tea Public store. Link in the show notes down below. <laughs> And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number, I lost it already, 573, Chinchino, the Scarf Pokemon. The oil that seeps from its body is really smooth. For people troubled by bad skin, this oil is an effective treatment. Chinchino is actually a good mon. I'm I'm really surprised that, one, it's in Never Used. Uh, because it's got, so the, the one thing that really sets it apart is it's got two really good abilities. Um, it gets technician and skill link. I think skill link is definitely the better of the two, but technician's definitely usable as well. Uh, on top of that, and it's adorable. Yeah. Well, on top of that, if you look at its stats, like it's not that bad. Like it's not NU bad. I think it's NU good, not NU bad. Yeah. Like that's how I'd put it. I, I agree with that. Okay. Because like, actually, um, it's got a base speed th- of 115 and then an attack is of 95. Lovely. What the heck? I mean, 95 isn't high, but th- like I said, it's NU good, not NU bad. Because yeah, it, it's I mean, pretty frail. 95 is not bad. No, it's a stat that you can like at least be viable enough to do something yeah. with. But, and uh, nor- to go back to the abilities, uh, mm-hmm. it really can't use Technician other than the skilling moves. That's true. Other so, than the everything moves. else is like, you get normal and special moves, and it's like, you're not gonna run the 65 base special attacker mm-hmm. when you have 95. That's true. But and it doesn't it, really, it doesn't add up, so. It's interesting, though. I, I, yeah, I'm a fan. Is. Uh, so we decided to break that down this week, and we're gonna we're gonna build a team around Chinchino. We already we already built it prior to this yeah. segment, but uh, we're just gonna walk you through our thought process here. So Chinchino, <laughs> you want to run this Life Orb with uh, Skill Link, obviously, because Skill Link is the reason to run Chinchino, and you want to run Tail Slap, Bullet Seed, Knock Off, U Turn, Rock Blast is also an option that you can throw on there instead of Knock Off, uh, or even U Turn. But I, we we like the Pivot a little bit better out of Chinchino, and so. Uh, that's 252 attack, 252 speed, and you're running it jolly. You're just you're just destroying things. That speed tier Chinchino. is so good. Yeah, it's so good, especially in NU. Like 115 <laughs> yeah. speed's crazy. You could also run band, but we want the option to actually pivot out in case yep. it does switch in. Exactly. You can U turn out instead of having the just hard switch. 
So now because Jinshin is a normal type and it doesn't resist anything, we have to bring a type that resists everything. And that, that means steel types. And so you bring Steelix because this is NU. I think we've talked about three NU teams on the on the poke of the episode since we've brought back or changed the segment up to how it is. I think Steelix is kind of where we went with that because it's it, it just resists a things. staple in the tier for a reason. Yeah, I think if you're running NU, you have to run Steelix. It's just so good in that tier. And I mean, we're running the standard set here again. We're running Stealth Rock, Heavy Slam, Earthquake, and Toxic with the standard EV spread. I believe it's just for maximum survivability. Um, and then you get some attack bonuses on top of that, so you can Earthquake and Heavy Slam. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you just you, this is the Steelix. It's a it's a good par- it pairs really well with Chinchino in, in this place, just because Chinchino needs something that can come in and take hits when Chinchino can't take hits. Uh, and Steelix does that quite well. And uh, since we just kind of said Steelix is uh, the main thing in uh, in uh, NU, we have a Delphox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With, uh, well, Delphox. Calm mind. Yeah, Delphox uh, balances out Steelix though as well. Yeah, because Sincino and Steelix both have that fighting weakness, so Delphox gives you a resist. Resist. Put that in quotes. Well, not great resist, but it, it's a resist. It's it's a count. It's a checker a counter. I'd say. Yeah, it's a check. It's a solid check. Yeah. Well, here we have Calm Mind, Fire Blast, Psychic, and Grass Knot with Grass CMZ, and a spread of 252 Special Attack and 252 Speed with a Timid Nature. Yeah, I, this is actually really exciting. I, I love this team. I mean, we're, we've got three more members, but like it's amazing. And the Psychic uh, does help you deal with uh, Garbodor, which is something that also Chinchino can have a problem with, because it generally resists all of its actual, like, it's that a Rocky Helmet too. Yeah, Rocky Helmet damage is something to watch out for. Yeah, Cincino does not like a Rocky helmet. Exactly. <laughs> Chinchino. Uh, and then, of course, uh, so, like, we have to pair that up with something, right? Like, we can't just have Delphox. We got to keep going, right? <laughs> so so we brought Whimsicott. We did this on the last NU team we ran as well. <laughs> yeah. Whimsicott's pretty good. It's got decent move pool, and it's got, a, like, good speed and yeah. okay special attack with Infiltrator and stuff. Like, you can do some fun this stuff This team is going it. fast. Yeah, and it helps out, like, pivoting into... Uh, um, Chinchino, because we run U-turn on here with Moonblast, Energy Ball, and Psychic. Energy mm-hmm. Ball with our items, a choice pack will KO a Steelix, or as long as it's running, uh, not sturdy, but it'll do enough damage to... I mean, yeah. if you've set up your rocks, it will. Yeah, yeah, if you get rocks or hazards, it'll knock it out. Um, Psychic deals with Garbodor as well, so it's just deal with those two checks again. Moonblast for a good stab. And, and also to hit him. something like Passimian. Yeah, the deal with Passimian. Yeah. Pasimian's a huge issue in NU as well. So like that's very that's prominent. That we're very, very realistic. And that's why that's why we brought the next one. So Vaughn, you wanna you wanna just take us home with Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh so we added Rotom, which gives you a fighting immunity. It's also running a Culverberry, uh to give you that insurance. Yes. And Rotom's great because it's your defogger on this team. Um, and it's Willow X. Yes. So in NU, maybe running the Willow Wisp plus Hex combination on your Rotom. To and since fair, it's a defogger, we also that, added Volt Switch for uh, momentum after you do what you got to do. But dude, I love Volt Turn. It's amazing. <laughs> love it does so well. Truly, get on you, Rotom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the last one, we kind of just like oh, threw it on to like round it out, right? The <laughs> best we go evolution. Over spread real quick. Okay, go go uh, over Rotom spread, Shamu. It's got two fifty two HP, two fifty two speed, timid with four special attack. Yeah, okay, I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> and you do need the HP because Rotom, regular Rotom is not as bulky as the forms. Mm-hmm. So the HP helps you out quite a bit. Yeah, that's true. 
That's true. And then we just wanted to round out the team because we had that last slot open and we're just like, well, what kind of balances out the team uh, outside of Shinshino? And I, th- I think that last member covers it pretty well. Yeah, so you've got the best evolution, which is Vaporeon. I'm so upset that it's down here. <laughs> I didn't realize it was in NU. It used to be. It was like it used to be OU. It used to be OU. If you go far back enough. Yeah, no, it was OU in yeah. Gen Five for sure. And then it was like it was definitely UU for most of Gen Six, and now it's just like dropped hard. It's because uh, there's so many water types. Yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah, so which is good because then every tier has good water types, including NU, where you can use Vaporeon. Um, so we went with Scald, Ice Beam, Wish and Protect. Wait, no, we did not go with Ice Beam. I thought we went with Toxic. No, we went with Toxic. We went with Toxic, yeah. That was not updated on the list you sent. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we went with Toxic, uh, instead of the Ice Beam, because if you're running Wish and Protect, you might as well run Toxic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Wish Passing on this team is really good, also, especially because you've got some stuff that can really benefit from it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I think this is a... I don't know. I really like this team. We haven't played any games with yeah. it. We kind of just came up with it beforehand. Because yeah, but we thought, we you know what the next week. battle clinic is? It's NU. So yeah. if you wanted to use Chinchino, here's your chance. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, next battle clinic. I'm so excited. I love battle clinics. They're so much fun. Uh, I'm I'm pretty, I'm a big fan. But yeah, I guess this is uh, this is the team. We're going to drop it in the uh, team of the episode. I'll probably send it over to Seth so that he can post it over there. We'll also be giving away that shiny Chinchino on the Patreon. Uh, of course, if you're not a patron, you can still get a not shiny version of the Chinchino, uh, but that's how we're doing it right now. If it's a uh, if it's a shiny if it's got a shiny variant that we can trade to you, we're gonna do it. And then if it's a not shiny variant, we uh, we won't. <laughs> well, we will trade it. But you, you, if you're a patron, you get that shiny. And you can use Chinchino in the upcoming Pokemon Sword Pokemon Shield. Yeah, so, apparently, yeah. shiny Chinchino is so not different. Uh, <laughs> it's like Chinchino got a tan. Uh, <laughs> used a lot of bronzer yeah that's what it looks like all right but yeah that's chinchino the pokemon of the episode uh the scarf pokemon but you don't run it with and it's scarf. adorable and it's adorable it don't need a scarf it doesn't need a scarf because it already brought a it's scarf built there in. you go it's built yeah in. exactly that's why it's so fast all right so that is it for the pokemon of the episode we will catch you guys next week with another one of those but in the meantime we're gonna switch gears and we're gonna kick it on over to the mailbag for the mailbag send in your emails and welcome to the mailbag the mailbag as always is brought to you by the energy drink green tauros the energy drink that gives you hooves and as always we'll give the green taurus badge if somebody inspires discussion and if we remember that's the big thing we have to remember we don't remember all the time (laughs) all right so Let's uh, let's just jump into it. So uh, for those of you who are new to the show, our mailbag segment is the segment of the show where we read listener emails. You can send them into pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is P-U-C-L-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com, pucklepodcast. Um, and we will read your emails. Typically, we'll have a, we'll have a, a uh, what am I saying? We'll have a prompt for you guys i think last week i asked you what your what starter you would choose uh in gen 8 right now so let's just get right into it this first email is from the aura guardian hello thatch and whoever you have with you today i've been listening to the first episodes of puckle and it's very interesting that is the <laughs> nicest way i've heard anybody describe those episodes uh, <laughs> I guess that's the way you can say it. You can very say very. Interesting. Interesting. Those are words in the English language that can describe something. Yeah, I would as well. 
it's cool listening to you speculate about gold and silver remakes, which obviously came out later. And at one point you said in the podcast would eventually end because you would have college. Yep. Yes, we did. I do have a set of questions though. Whatever happened to Sycamore? Let me answer that. He went to Kalos. Next question. Did you ever imagine the podcast becoming this big? No, I still don't think it's that big. (laughs) Also, by design, what is your favorite Pokemon? Uh, Oh, we can all answer this. Um, By design. Okay, Snivy, obviously for you. Um, By design, I don't know. Um, There's a lot of things. I still, I like Feraligator and I like Mega Blastoise, but I kind of, I want, I want that fighting, that fighting water Mega Evolution of Feraligator and I want him to have brass knuckles, and I want him to punch fist with Mega Blastoise, and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to be... It's like it's like what everybody ever wanted. What about you, Shamu? Who's your favorite Pokemon by design? I have a lot of favorites. Like, just a lot of old ones I still enjoy, too. Like, I like a lot of bugs. It tends to be, like, like Ledia and like Volcarona, like Shuckle, of course. Vickavolt. Like, I like a lot of the bugs, and then there's always, like, the Oricorio. <laughs> I love the Scolipede line by design. That is actually Goldie a really cool, cool design. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. I really want to do a Nuzlocke of like Gen 5 again. I'm like really into the good. idea of doing Gen 5 yeah. Nuzlocke right now. Another, po- oh, I guess another one more to answer like by design is the Roserade. Oh, like, that's true. I've always liked Roserade just because it's the concept of just the bouquets in the hand and it's just an awesome Pokemon. With the mask. Yeah, it's got a lot. We were talking about uh, Gen 4 earlier, like, I think yesterday in Discord, and, like, I'm, like, I actually might do a Gen 4 run with, like, a Roserade, because they never did it. I'm you like, should do it do on that. Twitch. Maybe. You should do it on Twitch. All right. Uh, in response to this week's mailbag, I will probably choose Sobble, but it all depends on what the final evolution looks like. See you on the flip the Aura Guardian. Yeah, it's going to look like that one leak we were talking about. Oh, <laughs> no, God, no. Uh, please no. <laughs> you know what? Everyone that's in love with it, I would love how destroyed they would be if that were real, though. Yeah. Oh, Just man. to make people suffer. Oh, man. All right. So this next one is going to be from Mac Attack. Uh, go for it, Sublime. You got this one. All right. I do. All right. Hello, Thatch and his classy co-hosts. It is once again Mac with a mailbag. I watched the Pokemon Direct and I was absolutely blown away. The region is beautiful. I especially love the cottages. I am very, very excited for Generation 8. I will pick Scorbunny and it will be named Bugs. If it's evolutionist firefighting, I will not hate it. But I am hoping for something else. I agree with that, that Fire Electric would be awesome. I'm also half expecting to travel back to Kalos. Yes, I think it could go either way. But with the Switch's hardware and Galar's location, it has a much higher chance than any of the 3DS games. Now, as far as the soccer stadiums, I am really hoping they are not gyms. I love gyms and want them in Gen 8, but for some reason, I really want Pokemon Soccer. I have no idea why, because for some reason, I just cannot get into regular soccer. But for some reason, Pokemon Soccer sounds really fun in a gimmicky minigame kind of way. Wailord would be an S-tier goalie. And finally, what do you guys think about the supposed leaks that guessed the titles before the Direct? It predicted Sword and Shield as the titles, then went on to predict the Legends and Gen 8's gimmick, which according to them is Armored Pokemon. Essentially armor for specific Pokemon, one of which is Charizard. It did not predict the Legends yet. Like, it said it said the it said uh, metal snake and uh, wooden horse. Yeah, which but has not been confirmed, pre- so it hasn't no. predicted it. No, but that's what they are predicting. Okay, okay, is what it's saying. I think. Yeah. I am very skeptical of it. I find it surprising they guessed the title, but armored Pokemon just sounds wrong. The leak also predicted a wood horse for legendary, and that rubs me the wrong way. 
And then he gave the link, but uh, we actually discussed that this episode, so (laughs) you know our thoughts on it. All right, but anyway, that is all the time I have got for today. This has been Mac. Thank you for reading. Catch you guys on what? The flip-flop. Oh, right. Well, this next one is from uh, Villain in Gold, and he actually won our contest, uh, the giveaway for Sword and Shield and uh, Pokemon Center merch, so good on him. All right. Hi to the Puckle crew. Discovered the podcast a few months ago, and you've been keeping me company on my night shift, so shout out to all of your all your hard work. I apologize for the long email, just had to get some thoughts out there. Uh, with regards to Gen 8, as, as a Londoner, I'm hugely excited to see Pokemon finally come to my home. On the topic of the starters, I'm really shocked I'm not seeing more speculation on Score Bunny potentially turning into a football mon. Yes, football. You're in Galar now. Stop saying soccer. That triggers us massively. <laughs> Uh, I know the pose is super similar to Chimchar's promo art, so everyone thinks, else thinks it'll be a fighting type. But I think it looks also sporty in its disposition. Also, it has a breathing strip on its nose, like an athlete. Plus, the score and score bunny could be double entendre, with scorch and score, as in scoring goals. With football being so closely associated with, with the UK, I think that makes way more sense than any other theory I've heard. Uh, that's just like... I think it's been going around too. It's just a score thing, and yeah, that I, little fight. It could be a fighting thing, or it could just, as you said, just be like a design choice. I think they just really poorly named a lot of these Pokemon. These Pokemon specifically, like Froakie was okay, and then I'm just thinking back, like even like Fennekin and stuff like that. It didn't seem that obvious what the names were referenced off. But maybe it's just me getting older and being hyper aware. Uh, <laughs> It's like, like Score Bunny was like, oh wow, that's really blatant. They just put the name, bu- they put the word bunny in there. Yeah. <laughs> and and Grookey was like, oh monkey, okay, I get it. Um, yeah, Sobble, like okay. Yeah, Sobble. Was I think Sobble's the best, the best of the three in terms of names. I'd agree with that, but yeah, keep going, Shamu. I just want to mention a response to it being said a lot on both the podcast and the internet in general that I don't think Sun and Moon actually did that much to change the formula. Tortomans and Trials were just gyms remixed. I personally didn't like them that much either. I just, I prefer them just to do the normal gyms, so I'm glad they're returning, even if it is done in the stadium. I think changing the formula for a Pokemon game requires way more work than a surface level change to gyms, but that's just my opinion. I think going back to gyms was a really good call on their part, and I think, like I said, they're probably going to do something with it. That's probably why we got that wonderful uh, logo in like the in like the Japanese logo and on the gyms and stuff like that. And it's also on the player characters like shoulder on their like jersey when they walk into the gyms. I think we're going to see something interesting there. Maybe in a way like the Pokemon, the trainer takes part in the battle somehow. I don't know. Maybe like a little mini game or something for the gyms. Uh, I, I think it'll be something that's a little bit different. But I, I think that it's safe of them to go back, like especially jumping into a new generation on a new console. I think going back and just playing it a little bit safe and making what could be just a really good Pokemon game is probably the best call for them. As for my answer to the mailbag question, Grookey was my favorite out of the three, so until I see final Evos, I'm going with Grookey. I'm hoping the Gru and Grookey comes from Groove, and with the tapping on the rock that it does in the trailer it's as a musician. I'm hoping it turns into a musical Pokemon, possibly a drummer. So far, the choice of musical and sound Pokemon isn't that great, and I I agree, 100%. Yeah. Uh, X-Blood and Meloetta don't make up for Chadot and Krikatoon. In my opinion. But what about Jigglypuff? Jigglypuff <laughs> ball that, that has a singing thing because of the anime. Yes, I'm yes. kidding. 
Anyway, keep up the good work, everyone, and thank for the content. Well, thank you for that. Well, thank you. Yep. Yes. <laughs> the we word where we it. grow up is soccer. Sorry. All right. So we got we've got one more today, and it's going to be from. Uh, it looks like Mido. Uh, this I'm going to give that one to you, Sublime. Dear Thatch and his outrageous lab experiments. And listen, I'll just stop you right there. I am outrageous, but That's I am true. not a lab experiment. That's also true. <laughs> I might not be outrageous, but I'm probably a lab experiment. Okay, so you're end. half right in both directions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's really bad is I agree. Like, that's really bad. <sighs> All right. Sword and Shield hype is growing, and the people whose dad work at Nintendo have started releasing their totally legit leaks. The fan base <laughs> is thriving. <laughs> I love that wording. That's so that's great. great. Oh. Whilst I'm personally, oh, and he said, whilst I'm enjoying this very much. Whilst I'm personally hoping for an electric badger, Welsh dragon, ghost steel, a regal mirror, and a fiery red squirrel, many are turning heads to the possibility of armored evolutions and new evolutions. Of course. So, my question is this if we're going to get added attention to existing Pokemon, what would you like to see? Muchos Lovos, Mido. Or Mido, the Galar region. So, uh, can we just get like four more forms for Oricorio? <laughs> so, I want to see how they handle that, first of all, in that game. I really want to see how they handle like the Oricorio form changes. They'll probably but, just be the same way they do Rodham. You'll go to a flower bed that has all four, you can grab it yeah. at the spot. I, I'm also really interested to see like a lot of things. I mean, I think. I think if they want to change up the formula at this point, the way you change the formula is you don't put emphasis on existing pokemon because at this point they've just like really been like hey remember gen one hey kid remember gen one and i think at this point we can finally like kind of let go of that gen one crutch like let's just leave it and try to like walk without that crutch i'd like to see that happen um i really would like you said i would love to see an electric badger a welsh dragon regal mirror fiery squirrel i think that would be fantastic uh only life or only the future will tell hopefully in a future nintendo direct they'll just be like really hyped about these gyms this new region's culture and maybe we'll get cover art legendaries finally. We'll see. I don't know if we're actually going to have like legendaries on the cover this time, though. I, I would be really hyped to not have that. <laughs> what would you put on it instead? I like these logos, and I would honestly be okay if it was like... I don't know. Maybe we will have legendaries on the cover. Uh, we've mentioned this on the show before. Shamu was on last week. I would be really okay if it was the same legendary for both games, but maybe two different forms. Mm-hmm. I could see that being the case, but it would still have the legendary on the art, just in the different form. I would guess. Yeah, I would totally be okay with that, though. Um, I think this It'd is be a just... nice change. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely going to be a Pokemon on the cover. There has been since every Pokemon game, but I, I would, I don't know. I'd be okay with just these logos as well, just to kind of like keep the mystique there. But I know if you put like a Pokemon on the box, the kid walking by it in the store goes, "Dad, buy me that," because uh, that's definitely what happened with me in Pokemon Blue. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll we'll take a look. I don't know. But thank you for that email. Yeah, everybody for sending in emails. Uh, next week, if you want to send an email in, you can send one into PuckoPodcast.gmail.com letting us know what you think of Armored Evolution. Is it real? Is it fake? Would you want it? Do you not want it? Let us know at PuckoPodcast at gmail.com. Of course, uh, I guess we have to go through this week and see if anybody deserves the Green Taurus badge. Um, personally, based on just formatting alone, I'm a big fan of Villain in Gold. <laughs> It was very nicely formatted. Uh, when people format their emails, it really it really strikes a chord with me and makes me feel good. <laughs> You're doing good for the universe. Yeah, so Villain and Gold, not only do you win our contest this week, but you also, I think, win the Green Taurus badge. 
And of course, like I said, email us at fucklepodcast.gmail.com, letting us know your thoughts on Armored Evolution. And if you want it, if you don't want it, and if you even think it's real. So we're going to go ahead, though, and I guess we'll end the show here. But if you want to catch more Puckle, you can catch us on Puckle Plus, where we just dropped Puckle Live. We dropped uh, Game Corners coming back this week. So be sure to tune into Puckle Plus. Of course, you can check out Puckle PTU. You can also go ahead and follow us on socials at Twitter, Instagram, uh, those are the two big ones that we've been utilizing recently, uh, but you can also catch us at Reddit and on Facebook as well. And then you can, of course, jump into more Puckly goodness by joining our Discord server. The show, the link is in the show notes down below. And of course, if you want to help out Puckle uh, monetarily, you can do so in a couple ways. First is by just going to Twitch, watching Jushiro and myself on Twitch, as well as Orange Avenger, and you can drop some bits, or you can even go ahead and subscribe to us with that free Twitch Prime membership you've got. Uh, if not, you can always go to our T Public store and get some awesome Pokemon swag, especially if you're getting hyped for Pokemon Sword and Shield. I haven't checked yet. I'm hoping there's some starter stuff up there by the time you guys get the, uh, you guys hear the show. And then, of course... If you want to support the show even more directly, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. Get things such as shiny Pokemon every week or even get a chance to be on Puckle Live. So it's it's a lot of fun over there. Also, when we hit $500 uh, a month, we're going to go ahead and do a 12-hour live stream. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and then, of course, uh, after I think I'm going to do another stretch goal at like 600 or $700, where if we hit that, we're going to bring back movie nights. I'm pretty excited for that one. I love the movie nights. Those are so much fun. Yeah, I've even got a better idea for him this time. It's going to be fantastic. I'm really excited for movie nights. So I guess that is going to be it for this show, guys. If you want to, uh, if you want to follow us, just subscribe to the podcast. Uh, check out our YouTube channel for more content. And I guess here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Shamu, and I'm Sublime. And it's closing time.
And Puckle would like to thank all of its patrons for making the show possible. Of course, we'd also like to thank Xander for making that cool intro at the beginning of the show as well. But if you're a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash pucklepodcast and get a host of cool rewards as well as being on the Patreon live show. You could get some cool Pokemon distributions. We just gave away a shiny Magnazone. And you can also, of course, give away uh, pretty much anything. I mean, you can just come on. We have tons of rewards, access to our exclusive Discord. But thank you to Greg, Viger, Duly Noted, Ten Little Men, Andrea, The Fluffiest Whimsicott, Shamu, Snag, Dexio, uh, Christina, or Christian, um, Rotted Mushroom, Bosephus, Alvarin, Seth Vilo, Marcus, Claude Nine, Dennis, Eric, Michael, R Sigma, Doc McStuffles, Nathan, The Golden Klefki, The British Gent, Trevor, TJ, Doc Knox, Echo, Shambles, Birdkeeper Cobra, Jeremy, Louise, Wade, Kevin, Justin, Tank, Jonathan, Greg, Bodtak, Alec, Mikey, Ozzy, Rory, Jedi DJ, Sparky, Nick, Dylan, Shira, Ironcaster, Orange Avenger, Thomas, Zero, Curtis, Anime Gravy, Hazelnut, Joseph, Treby, and The Real Eevee. Thanks to all of you guys for helping make the show possible. We really appreciate the support, and we'll keep on keeping on. So we will catch you guys on the flip-flop. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.